Let's get to uh, Greg Smith at Devon Funds Management for some money news. And good morning, but not such a great day in the US markets, Greg. Oh, that's right. Although we did hit, hit uh, record highs in, in the Dow and the S&P 500. So, yeah, they've slipped just slightly. Uh, we'll get to that in the numbers. But hey, a busy day for earnings. We're off and running with the uh, fourth quarter earnings there, Tim. Um, yeah, it's going to be an important one, obviously, particularly given the run-up we've had in stocks since October. Obviously, a good side on the health of the corporate sector and how the economy is faring and uh, you know, what, what the outlook is, basically. So we actually got quite a few varied reports overnight, as, as you'd expect. Uh, airlines were buoyant. United Airlines shares, they rose nearly 7%. Um, now they actually forecast a first quarter loss, but this is actually mainly due to the grounding of the, the Boeing 737 MAX. And we'll know about that, obviously, the, uh, the troubles they've had there. But significantly, they said that business travel is going really well uh, in the early days of 2024. And they said they're actually now back at 2019 levels in terms of revenue. Uh, just on a related note, General Electric, they're a big conglomerate. They're um, also benefiting from a surge in demand for their uh, jet engine business, uh, but she has slipped. They had a bit of weaker guidance, so continue to see losses in their renewables business. Uh, also, some interesting results on a couple of consumer bellwethers. Uh, Tim, we'll always look at those. So Procter & Gamble, their shares were high. A bit of a mixed set of earnings. They've written down the value of their Gillette razor business by $1.3 billion. Uh, but overall, they said price rises are continuing to boost earnings across their products, although consumers are starting to react, so I thought that was interesting. So they are pulling back on purchases of essentials now, such as toiletries and detergents. Johnson Johnson, they been uh, estimates, you know, one part of their business is benefiting from a rebound in demand for non-urgent surgeries. Now, these, these were put on hold during the pandemic, but they're all coming back now. Uh, but yeah, she has slipped a bit, investors a little bit weary, they're facing some lawsuits over telcom-based products. Uh, and also Biden's Inflation Reduction Act is actually going to bring down drug prices. And another probably key result to look at was DR Horton. Now, they're the biggest home builder in the, in the U.S. This year's are under the pump, falling 9%, but they are up uh, around about 50% over the past year, so a bit of profit-taking perhaps. But it's interesting, purchase contracts up 35% in the quarter on a year ago. So, you know, house building coming back... Uh, coming back for a boom, but yeah, not without some price discounting and investors reacting to that a bit. So all in all, busy day for earnings, but a bit mixed. Now, what do you think is causing Chinese stocks to jump? Yeah, so there's been reportedly um, a package coming to support the market. Now, the Premier came out and said that the, uh, the stock market needs to be supported. We talked a bit briefly about this uh, yesterday, that you know, the Chinese market's had a bit of a shock of this year. Uh, Hang Seng in Hong Kong, that's down was was down 13% back at 2009 levels. The CSI 300, which is the main index on, on mainland China, that's at a five-year low. So, yeah, reports of a package to mobilise around about... 280 billion US dollars equivalent from offshore accounts of China state-owned enterprises. So, yeah, that got the markets going. Today, officials are set to also be weighing other options. This Hang Seng in Hong Kong, that rally 2.6% on the news. Now, I guess the interesting thing here, we obviously we've got some intervention by the locks, uh, but whether, whether it will be lasting in terms of the impact. Obviously, there's concerns about the property market in China, concerns about the outlook for growth. Uh, concerns about the crackdown on technology companies. And you have seen intervention in the past, and notably back in 2015, but yeah, that uh, only proved temporary in terms of the reaction. But yeah, the Chinese stocks seem to be trading at a fairly steep discount. And you've actually seen more than $6 trillion 
wiped from the market of Chinese and Hong Kong stocks since their peak in 2021. So just underscores the uh, direction they've seen and perhaps the challenges that we face to get sentiment back up. But China's issues have helped India. They have. So neck and neck now. So look at the world's largest stock markets. We've got the US out in front. Uh, we've got uh, mainly in China. We've got Japan. And then on four, in fourth spot, we've got uh, the Hang Seng in Hong Kong. So they're pretty much neck and neck. And on Monday, um, India's stock market surpassed Hong Kong for the first time in terms of in terms of value, it got to around about 4.3 trillion. So they're neck and neck at the moment. There seems to be a move towards uh, India, you know, given the the problems that China is sort of facing. And of course, last year India actually overtook China as the world's most populous country you know, for, for the first time since 1950, when the UN became uh, began keeping global population records. So yeah, there's uh, there's also a wave of uh, retail investor buying in India. Uh, there's obviously the technology factor. It's a consumption-driven economy. So yeah, it also seems like foreign flows while they're coming out of uh, China, they're going in, into India. And you've, you've actually seen overseas funds pour, pour more than $21 billion into Indian shares in 2023. So yeah, it's India's game. Can we have a quick blap through the numbers, please? Yeah, sure. So the, the Dow slipped back below uh, 38,000, back from record highs, down 0.4%, 37,834. S&P 500 just slightly weaker, 0.07% lower. NASDAQ flat, FTSE 100 flat in the UK. Uh, Nikkei down 0.08% in Japan. ASX 200 uh, had a good day across the Tasman, up half percent. Uh, commodities markets, gold up 3 bucks, 2024 an ounce. Oil down 11 cents, 74 spots, 65. Currency markets, Kiwi down slightly against the US, 60 spots, 69. Flat against Aussie, 92.5, uh, up 0.3% uh, against sterling, 47.96. Back to the NZ50, we had a great day, Tim, up 1%, 11.802. And stay tuned, stay braced for that CPI number. 10.45 this morning, I believe, the uh, release of the CPI number. Thanks so much, Greg Smith at Devon Funds Management. We'll catch you again in the morning.